Hello, everybody. My name is August Jutzeder. I'm 37 years old at this moment, and I live in Mexico. I'm already originally from the Netherlands and immigrated to Mexico when I was uh, around 19 years old. And I want to talk a little bit about my uh, near-death experience that I had around three years ago. Um, to go a little bit back in the past, uh, in my childhood, there, there happened some things at that time that made me the person that I am today. This thing that happened uh, was uh, actually a boy that was a couple of classes higher than my than what, where I was. He touched me, he uh, sexually abused me. Um, it was not like full-blown sexual abuse, but it did impact my life uh, in the sense that um, I always felt that I had to do the best and always excel at everything that I, that I could in order to be noticed and in order to prove myself that that is basically you know the way I felt uh, at that time and uh, until recently I always uh, boy that was uh, having a lot of issues with uh, being homesick I couldn't leave my family away from them I, I was uh, I was always uh, sad when I had to leave home what happened there is, uh, you know, also the sense of having to prove myself made uh, me go to, to Mexico eventually. 19 years old, pretty young in that sense, but I overcame that as well. Uh, however, the, the thing that, you know, I need to prove myself uh, was really focused also on my work. Uh, I started working when I was very young. Uh, I started working at 11 years old. Uh, back in my in my uh, home country, the Netherlands. When I came to Mexico, then obviously I, I started working, you know, from the lowest jobs and working my way up, uh, stressing myself constantly, you know, a real workaholic in that sense, which after my near-death experience, not immediately, but after my near-death experience, it was something that I had to let go in that sense. So... What happened to me was that five years ago, in 2018, I was uh, diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, which is uh, a form of IBD, irritable bowel syndrome. It's a disease that affects mainly your large intestine, and you get ulcers in your large intestine, and you're not able to function well anymore. So the disease in that sense uh, for me was something very difficult. I was always kind of a healthy person in the sense that I was never really, you know, sick. But when I became sick with ulcerative colitis, the first thing when I went to the specialist, the first thing that he said was, you know, you're a very stressed, stressed out person. You know, he could, and I, I was thinking directly, uh, you know, how do you know? But, but obviously he had he had the experience with many other people, you know, having the same disease, which is often caused by stress, not always, but in my case, it definitely was. And, uh, well, they, we started uh, trying different medications in order to get it under control. Unfortunately, it never happened. The medication did not work. Some of them actually made it worse. So then I was given, uh, you know, a choice in, in order to get another medication, which is a biological medication, which was not something I could afford 
uh, at that point in time or get my large intestine removed, which is, in my case, was a permanent surgery. So my whole large intestine was removed on the 2nd of January 2020. Everything went well. Actually, I woke up feeling great. No more pain, no more problems, uh, you know, having to go to the bathroom a million times a day. So that uh, that is what uh, what happened. So I was uh, recovering, and unfortunately, during the recovery period, it took about three days, and I started to get well. I started to feel pretty bad. My belly was swelling up, which was very painful because of the big scar that they that they created the big opening. So so it was you know a lot of a lot of pressure inside the belly. What happened was that discovered that afterwards in my second surgery they discovered that a small intestine that that comes out of the belly to a stoma bag that intestine was twisted around and did not like pass anything so i swell i swell up i swell up and my belly was like three or four times its normal size so they wheeled me to the imaging room to make some some pictures of my belly and to see if uh, there's anything wrong. So there definitely was. And on my way back to my room, when they would be back, the pain became so, so bad. I was actually screaming, you know, I don't want to die yet. I don't want to die yet. At that time I was uh, 34 years old. So you can imagine feeling pretty bad of leaving my family, leaving my wife behind. And, you know, and at that moment I was feeling that way. I was still being wheeled back to my room. Unfortunately, there were no devices connected to me, so they, they could not see if you know if anything was wrong with my heartbeat, uh, with my levels. But the pain became so bad that in the hallway itself, they started to work on me in order to see if with their hands pushing my belly and trying to twist the small intestine inside, that's where I started to go. Basically, I don't think, and I've never asked the doctors, I don't think they even noticed that I went away. So what happened is that, you know, the pain was so bad, so bad, and I, I really felt that I was dying. And suddenly, you know, while they were working on me in the hallway, suddenly I popped out of my body. It was an experience that I've never had in my life. Actually, I was laying on my back and I felt that it was like, plop, and it went out of my body. Twisted around, saw myself laying on the bed. I saw the the heads of the of the doctors from from the top, and it felt like I was pasted to the ceiling of the hospital way, where I saw the doctors working on me for for several minutes. They were poking on my belly, poking with the finger inside of my stomach to see if there was any blockage in there, and, and it was such a negative feeling. It was very, very uh, hard to see myself. And at the same time, I had a feeling of, you know, this is it. You know, I'm, I'm going to die. And at that moment when I felt that, I suddenly came in a tunnel. It was a very strange feeling because I could switch between the two views at the same time. It's, it's very difficult for me to, to explain that. It, it was not like seeing with my eyes. It was seeing with my mind, basically. I could switch between, you know, seeing myself laying on a bed, which was very negative, uh, very bad, 
and I could switch back to tunnel. It was not very, not very flamboyant experience in the sense that I saw, you know, I saw heaven, things like that. But I was in a dark tunnel. It was a very, very dark tunnel. And I would say there was a shimmering light at the end of the tunnel, which was very peaceful, very inviting. In my sense, it was like 200 yards away. It was very far away. And then suddenly I felt a being standing next to me. It was not somebody. You could not see it. I actually felt that I turned around, you know, myself and, and see who was standing next to me in the tunnel. But I could not see the person or see God or see the angel or whatever it might have been. That energy that was there was so peaceful. And meanwhile, I was still switching around between seeing myself on the bed, doctors working on me, and the tunnel, which was very peaceful. So I thought, okay, you know, the tunnel is more peaceful. I'm going to die either way. So I might as well focus on the tunnel. And then I had some questions. The questions that I had for, for that energy, I, you know, I told them, I, you know, I don't want to die yet. My family has gone through many things in the past. I'm sure that they will be heartbroken by losing their son, you know, and, and I felt extremely guilty towards my wife because it kind of felt that, you know, I left her with all the things I didn't do in my life or didn't finish in my life. It was very difficult. And I told them, I, I don't think I'm ready for this. The energy told me very specifically, like, you know, there's nothing to worry about, nothing at all. You know, this is just like a natural process, you know, after you die. And at that same time, it was just like a confirmation in a sense that I should not be worried about uh, about death, you know, about things that I leave behind because it doesn't, it's not important whatsoever. It was only love. You know, love is the most important thing I, I felt that's being said to me in that sense. And at the moment that he said that, and the moment that I told him that, you know, uh, I still have to finish things in my life, I felt that I was pushed back in my body. It was literally like, you know, fr I was looking at the light uh, that was very far away, and it felt like a big hand, you know, coming from that light through the tunnel on my chest, like a huge, huge hand. It was like as large as my, my upper body. And I felt I was being literally pushed back into my body. It came from the shimmering light in the tunnel, and then it pushed me right back in my body. And I actually felt like, oh, like that I felt my soul or whatever it is was pushed back in the body. Uh, and at that time, they were wheeling me in for the second surgery. They actually told me, uh, okay, you're, you're going to be uh, having a second surgery to untwist, to untwist your uh, small intestine. That was it. Uh, you know, they, they put the mask on me and put me to sleep. And I woke up about 11 hours later because it was uh, quite a large uh, surgery. They had to open up uh, my whole belly again and prepare me for, for the surgery. But, you know, when I, when I woke up, I felt very strange. It felt like I was, you know, going crazy or something. I had an experience. I didn't know what to say. I didn't really tell anybody until about two, three months later my family my wife uh, about uh, about the situation you know and i started to investigate in other near-death experiences from other people and out-of-body experiences 
which which I also had. And I noticed that I, you know I'm I'm not crazy after all. This is something that actually happens uh, quite a lot. At that time, I didn't understand, so you know I I, I recovered uh, fairly quickly actually after the surgery. But after that, I started to you know ignore the teachings that I was given. You know, inside the inside the tunnel, which was basically that the most important thing is love, and you know, it all the materialistic things that you think it's important. It's you know, it's not. You know, and neither is neither is work. You know, in that sense, you don't have to be a workaholic in order in order to have have a life. And actually, you know, it's it's gonna make you sick at some point. So kind of ignored all that for about i would say two years and then suddenly i had another mystical experience where i was not i did not have a second near-death experience but i did have a mystical experience or a spiritual experience maybe in that sense if you think it's god like reminding me of what i had gone through during the near-death experience was actually a warning i felt it was like a warning was like a warning of, you know, to not stay on the same path that, that I was before. Because, you know, eventually like it would make me sick again, which I then I finally understood it was a little bit more than a year ago. And then I finally understood the message. And I started to investigate a lot, you know, in, in this sense. I've been listening, you know, uh, obviously, to a lot of other stories of other people going through the same or similar experiences. I actually became more spiritual uh, after that. I was not spiritual whatsoever, but this really like opened, opened me up, opened my mind, you know, to teach uh, teachings, you know, from different people, uh, different uh, philosophers, for example, uh, doctors, uh, understanding that you know stress does a lot of harm and you can actually become a better person in the sense of a better person for yourself you know not having to do all these efforts you know stressing yourself out for work or for other people necessarily and then actually things became so much easier you know knowing that First of all, you don't have to worry about, and that was something that, uh, you know, scared me a lot, as a, especially as a child. Death uh, was very, something very difficult for me, especially uh, losing family members. That I was very scared of that. But now I know after all this happened to me, after the spiritual experience that I had afterwards, you know, that there's really nothing that, that one has to worry about. Whatever comes here in the afterlife, whether it's heaven, whether it's uh, reincarnation or, or things like that, once you reach the tunnel and once you go further, you're going back home. You know, that, that's where we come from. You know, whether reincarnation exists or not, uh, or whether it's just heaven and that's it, you'll be back home. In that sense, I'm not afraid at all anymore. Actually, I enjoy life much more this way, understanding that there, there's nothing I have to worry about. And there's nothing that I have to prove to anybody uh, in the sense that, you know, and I have to, you know, work 
work hard every single day, uh, you know, stressing about uh, things that really, in the in the grand scheme of things, uh, really don't make any difference. It doesn't mean that you don't have to do anything with your life at all, but it, it's just not important, you know, the things we stress about on a daily basis. It's something that we can definitely work on as a person, whether it's spiritual, uh, whether it's by reading books of of people that have gone through the same things that I have gone through in that sense, uh, doctors, you know, that, that talk about uh, you know, what damage that stress can do. It actually opens up your mind very well. That's um, the story that I want to tell to everybody because I, at least you know, I've gone through this and I kind of feel that it's necessary, that it's my obligation to talk to people about this because I'm definitely not the only person in life or in the world, you know, that, that is going to, uh, through something similar, whether it's stress about work, whether it's uh, financial stress, whether it's stress about being sick, you know, it doesn't make any sense. The more we fight against those things, you know, the more we fight against pain, the more we fight against uh, diseases, you know, the, actually the worse it will get. You know, it's it's better to accept and relax. And I hope that with my story, at least, I can at least help one person. That's my goal. Maybe one person opens up their eyes before they destroy themselves, you know. And that's basically my story. I'm very thankful if, if you've gone this far to hear about it. And if you do have any questions, feel free to, to put them in the comments. I'll be reading them uh, time from time. Uh, and answer any of the questions that you that you might might have thank you